Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. In today's show, I'm going to be sharing with you three Bitcoin price metrics showing insane similarities to the 2020 breakout. Also, major breaking news just in, the world's largest asset manager, BlackRock, is close to filing for a Bitcoin ETF, according to Coindesk. That's right. BlackRock will be using Coinbase custody for the ETF and the crypto exchange's spot market data for pricing. And quoting Max Kaiser regarding volcano energy, something he's looking into, hash rate derivatives are in their infancy, but their use will grow significantly as the global hash race team heats up. Also in today's show, Binance launches Bitcoin mining cloud services amid the SEC crackdown in the United States, as well as Hong Kong government pressures banking giants to accept crypto clients. I'll be breaking down this report. Other breaking news, Strike launches instant cheat remittances to Mexico using Bitcoin Lightning. That's right. Millions of Mexican citizens will now be able to leverage Bitcoin to dramatically reduce the cost of receiving money from the U.S. Also, other major news, BRICS considers Bitcoin as alternative to the U.S. dollar. We'll also be discussing $10 million Bitcoin price coming amid U.S. dollar collapse, says fund manager Larry Leopard, quoting him right here. As more and more people come to realize they should save in this form of money, the price is going to go much higher, in my opinion. I think we'll hit $100,000. Then I think we'll hit a million dollars. And then I think we'll ultimately hit $10 million a coin. I am sure my grandkids will be shocked at people who own one coin. I mean, being a whole coiner will be a big deal. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome, everyone. This is pod episode number 1313. I'm your host, JV, and today is June 15th, 2023. We have lots to cover. You can see the crypto market 
struggling in the red with Bitcoin down almost 4% for the day, trading now under $25,000, trying to hold on. We have Ether down 5.6%, trading just above $1,600, XRP down 5%, trading at $0.47, BNB down almost 6%, trading at $2.33. As you can see, blood on the streets, BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the crypto market cap barely holding on to that trillion dollar milestone with about $44 in volume at the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance holding pretty steady at 47.6% with the Ether dominance at 19.4%, which has dropped back some. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Trust Wallet Token up 10%, trading at $0.88, followed by KuCoin Token up 8%, trading at $6.70, followed by Woo Network up 1%, trading at $0.16, and virtually everything else is correcting and in the red. And checking out... Uh, crypto bubbles. This shows us the top gainers for the past week. We only have a, a handful, including KAS up 22%, TWT up 10%, and FTT up 6%, and just overall massive losses across the entire crypto sphere. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 41 back in fear, yesterday a 46, last week a 50 neutral, and last month a 54 which is neutral. So there you have it. How many of you who took advantage of this opportunity to stack some stats and buy the dip? Let me know in the comments below. And how low do you think we're likely to go? Now I want to share with you today's Bitcoin technical analysis and share with you three Bitcoin price metrics showing insane similarities to the 2020 bull run. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. That's right. Bitcoin's copying the prelude to his 2020 breakout to an insane extent, says Glassnode. In a new tweet, they tweeted the three price metrics that are anything but bearish. Let's break it down. Bitcoin reached local highs of 31,000 in April and since then has dipped around 20%. Sentiment has taken a beating in the process with downward predictions becoming the norm in the intervening weeks. While recent events placed additional pressure on the market, we have uh, Glassnode sharing three good reasons for optimism. Several on-chain indicators they revealed now look uncannily like they did in quarter three of 2020, just before Bitcoin beat its old 2017 all-time high of 20,000. Quoting them here, the resemblance of September uh, 04, I'm sorry, September 4, 2020 is insane. Leading the lineup is the classic RSI, Relative Strength Index, which measures how overbought or oversold Bitcoin is at a specific price point. The daily RSI currently measures a 35. This is the lowest reading since early March, just before Bitcoin's most recent uptick, which resulted in the $31,000 peak. A month later, and they also said that the RSI is at levels that led to major reversals and rallies, as outlined here in this chart. And continuing, they said the Cypher B readings for Bitcoin, these coming from a collection of algorithms that cover offer signals of, amongst other things, when to buy dips during the bull market. The Cypher B wave trends are at levels that led to major reversals and rallies, they repeated. Finally, the appropriately named Bitcoin risk signal is back at its September 4th, 2020 position. Risk signal predicts the likely 
likelihood of a major Bitcoin price drawdown and at that time saw a spike of high risk before receding. What happened next was the flat risk signal reading for successive months while Bitcoin broke out higher. And elsewhere, Glassnode flagged encouraging signs suggesting investors keeping the faith for the long haul where my long-term modelers at make some noise. Now for lead on-chain analytics or analyst uh, checkmate accumulating amongst existing hodlers remained impressive, as he wrote here. Pretty doomy out there. Meanwhile, the Bitcoin shrimp, crabs, and fish wallets, which is less than 100 BTC, are adding to their balance at a rate of 248% times the amount of freshly minted by miners. And the sharks, who hold between 100 and 1,000 BTC, are adding an additional 38%. The coins are coming off the exchanges. The halving is roughly 310 days away. That's right. As I shared yesterday, uh, the coins on the exchanges, especially Bitcoin, is at five-month lows. And that's a good sign. It means more people are moving their crypto to you know, self-custody and breaking news just in the world's largest asset manager, BlackRock. I believe they control like roughly $10 trillion in assets under management, something insane. They're going to be uh, filing for a Bitcoin ETF. Now let's discuss why this is such a big deal besides being the world's largest asset manager. I mean, this is something we need for the market. BlackRock will be using Coinbase custody for the ETF, which is interesting considering the recent lawsuit against uh, you know, uh, Coinbase by the SEC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And the crypto exchanges spot market data for pricing. Uh, Coinbase declined to comment when they were reached out to. BlackRock began working with Coinbase to make crypto directly available to institutional investors midway through last year. That's the keyword, institutional investors. It wasn't clear if the ETF will be spot or futures. BlackRock did not immediately respond. And to date, the SEC, which oversees ETFs in the U.S., rejected every single application in existence for a spot Bitcoin ETF, though it has approved several Bitcoin futures. ETFs for trading. Well, all I know is this. Here's what I have to say. Expect trillions upon trillions of dollars in institutional money coming from the sidelines once a spot Bitcoin ETF is finally approved. The million dollar question is when? And is this why the SEC has been denying over the years all of these spot Bitcoin ETFs in the United States, making you know room for BlackRock to come in and seize the market? What are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss the latest of what's happening with Binance. Uh, Bitcoin mining cloud services, which is a new uh, development. Let's break this down right here, shall we? Here we go. Crypto exchange Binance announced the launch of a new subscription-based cloud a mining product dedicated to Bitcoin mining. Starting on the 15th, users who are interested in Bitcoin mining but lack the equipment can subscribe to the Binance Cloud Mining Services and purchase hash rates for the same. Hash rates in the computer power are required for confirming and legitimizing Bitcoin transactions as we know over the blockchain. Binance is currently selling one terahash per second at 10.728 
which is split between the hash rate and electricity cost of $1.17 and $9.55 respectively. A high number of hash rate increases the probability of a higher income in terms of Bitcoin earned through mining. Now, Binance's Bitcoin mining subscription service will be active for 180 days. That's what, roughly six months, right? And for each terahash second purchased, users will be able to earn 0.0004338 BTC during the timeline. And as the product is launched on Binance's global website, the service is not available for crypto investors residing in the United States. You can thank the SEC and no Claire Gare for that. <laughs> and in a previous statement about the recent Securities and Exchange Commission crackdown of the U.S., Binance clarified that Binance.com is a separate entity and that our users will not be impacted by issues by Binance U.S. Now, to fight against the allegations of the SEC, Binance U.S. hired former SEC enforcement co-director George Canelos as part of their legal team and reacting to the alleged development, quitting him here. Binance is clearly preparing for a criminal prosecution and continuing to hire the best defense attorneys in the world. That's actually quoting John Reed Stark. Now, the legal scrutiny between the SEC alleged that Binance U.S.'s arm was operating as an unregistered exchange, broker, and clearing agency. And following the SEC's actions on June 9th, Binance U.S. announced the suspension of the U.S. dollar deposits and potentially pausing fiat withdrawals starting as early as June 13th. So there you have it. How do you think this is likely to play out for the largest crypto exchange in the world? And how many of you would dare to take advantage of some Bitcoin cloud mining services offered by Binance knowing the ongoing you know, lawsuit and criminal charges allegations against CZ, the Binance CEO? Let me know in the comments below. And now let's break down the latest of what's happening over in Hong Kong and China with crypto adoption. Then we'll be discussing strike launching in Mexico, followed by the BRICS possibly to adopt Bitcoin as the king crypto. That would be something, wouldn't it? As well as a $10 million Bitcoin price prediction, followed by some live Q&A. And make sure to say hi in the live chat. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon to turn on all notifications so you don't miss out every day when I go live. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Now, here we go. The Hong Kong Authority, Monetary Authority, which serves as the region's central bank and regulator, reportedly put pressure on major banks, including HSBC and Standard Chartered, to accept crypto exchanges as clients. According to a June 15th report from today from the Financial Times, which cited three sources familiar with the matter, the HKMA questioned the UK. K-based firms, as well as the Bank of China in May in a meeting, asking the institutions why they weren't taking on cryptocurrency exchanges as clients. Great question. Less than a month before, on April 27th, the HKMA issued a circular to the banking institutions, urging them to pay attention to new market developments and encouraging them to adopt a more ambitious approach to new sectors, such as the crypto market. And in the document, which you can see here, Hong Kong Central Bank specifically required the institutions to help the crypto firms, which 
it calls virtual asset service providers and getting access to banking services. And according to a source familiar with the contents of last month's meeting, the HKMA encouraged banks to not be afraid. The source added that there is opposition to taking crypto clients. We are seeing some resistance from senior executives at traditional banks. Now, Cointelegraph contacted HKMA, HSBC, and Standard Chartered for comment, but did not receive an immediate response. Hong Kong's crypto uh, pressure comes amid a turbulent regulating environment for exchanges in the United States. On June 5th, the U.S. SEC sued Binance for violating domestic security laws. And then the next day on the 6th, the SEC sued Coinbase on similar allegations. In a June 12th filing, Binance U.S. claimed the SEC's lawsuit was placing significant pressure on its relationship with its banking partners in the U.S. And additionally, Binance Australia was recently forced to shut down all Australian dollar services, including withdrawals and deposits. That sucks for the cats down under after its banking ties were severed by local payment provider Zepto. Meanwhile, some lawmakers from Hong Kong appear more welcoming for crypto firms. On June 10th, Hong Kong Legislative Council member Johnny NG expressed his support for embattled crypto firm Coinbase on Twitter and went as far as inviting it to establish operations on more friendly ground. And on June 1st, Hong Kong enacted a new suite of crypto regulations that allowed for locally licensed crypto firms to begin operations. From this point onwards, any firm with a valid license can service retail investors, allowing them to trade cryptos, which include Bitcoin and Ethereum. So there you have it. How do you think this is likely to play out? I think Hong Kong is great. Obviously, there are movers and shakers and doing their thing with crypto adoption. You know what I mean? And I think maybe China will follow suit. It'll be interesting, and we're going to be discussing a little deeper the BRICS adopting Bitcoin as the legal tender. But first, let's dive into our next story of the day, and that's the latest release of Strike in Mexico. Let's freaking go. And shout out to Jack Mahler's, by the way, the fearless CEO. Strike, the global money app, announced the expansion of its payment service, Send Globally, to Mexico, the largest market for cross-border payments. In the United States, this move comes as cross-border payments from the U.S. to Mexico reach historic highs, with Mexico receiving a record $60 billion in remittances from the U.S. alone in 2022. That's $60 billion going to be saved thanks to the Lightning Network and Strike. Let's go. By leveraging Bitcoin's Lightning Network, Strike aims to provide a faster, cheaper, and more accessible, accessible alternative to traditional money transfer providers in Mexico. With Send Globally, users will be able to enjoy instant payments to a Mexican bank account with added transaction fees. And in a press release shared with Bitcoin Magazine, Jack Mahler's founder and CEO stated, we're excited to bring fast, low-cost cross-border payments via the Lightning Network to Mexico, enabling more people to send money home. And to facilitate these transfers, the dollars are converted into Bitcoin, which is sent via the Lightning Network to a third-party partner. The partner then converts the Bitcoin into a local currency and sends it directly to the recipient's bank account. Strike partnered with Pedro in Mexico to enable transfers from U.S. dollars that are received as local currency at a recipient's bank account. And Emmanuel Joy, the CEO, expressed pride in the partnership, stating, by harnessing the Lightning Network, we enable instant, low-cost cross-border payments and are transforming the financial landscape for millions of Latin American 
uh, individuals. And since its launch in December of 2022, Strike expanded Send globally to over a dozen countries, which includes the Philippines, Vietnam, Nigeria, and now Mexico. These countries are among the top 10 largest cross-border markets in the world. Now, Strike's expansion of Send globally to Mexico demonstrates its commitment to providing accessible and efficient cross-border payment solutions. And with the rising importance of remittances and the demand for faster and cheaper transfers, Strike's innovative approach has the potential to positively impact millions of people in Mexico and other countries around the world. So another massive win for Bitcoiners. Let's freaking go. And how many of you are currently using Strike and enjoying it? Let me know. Holler at me in the live chat. And at the end, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud. Now for our next breaking story of the day, let's discuss the latest with BRICS uh, potentially adopting Bitcoin as a uh, currency. That's right. Some of the key objectives of the platform are to enhance economic cooperation and trade amongst the member countries and promote sustainable development and inclusive growth. BRICS also facilitates political cooperation and mutual understanding amongst member countries. One major focus of the platform has been to examine a possibility of creating a new common currency and depopularizing the U.S. dollar. This is the de-dollarization of the world right here. Some member countries have been contesting the level of dominance of the dollar for their transactions, and at the same time, they're also concerned about the advantages, disadvantages, and complexities involved in implementing such a significant economic change. Now, South Africa's Minister of International Relations and Cooperation acknowledged that the topic had to be agreed upon amongst other members. And you have the chairman of the State Duma Committee on Financial Markets in Russia. He believes there's a possibility for discussions about a new currency to materialize sometime this year. The search for an alternative to the U.S. dollar is fast gaining attention as other countries have also shown interest. We also have Saudi Arabia and Iran. They made tremendous efforts to shift their country's dependence of the dollar and a bid to move Towards de-dollarization, Bitcoin, the largest crypto by market cap, is becoming the most talked about alternative. Let's freaking go. The preference heightened during the recent price rally of the token. As the next BRICS uh, summit draws closer, there are talks that the agenda may include a Bitcoin integration. How do you think that would likely impact the king crypto and the greater crypto market as a whole if the BRICS were to adopt Bitcoin as the legal tender? Game on. Let's freaking go. As the Bitcoin game theory continues in full effect. And now for a $10 million price prediction. I watched some recent interviews from Lawrence, aka Larry Leopard. He was on the What Bitcoin Did podcast uh, more recently with Peter McCormick. He was also on Kitco News and he made some very bold predictions. So here are some of the highlights and then we'll move over into some live uh, Q&A. The founder of a Boston-based investment management firm says the US dollar is heading towards a total collapse, an event that will fuel a massive rise of the price of Bitcoin. Larry Leopard, founder and managing partner at Equity Management Associates, says it's now obvious the dollar will continue its decades-long spiral of depreciation to the benefit of the hard assets like Bitcoin. In a new interview with Kitco, Leopard forecasts the demise of the dollar within 10 years and says people will flock to Bitcoin and other scarce assets as they realize the US dollar is doomed. That's right, quoting him here, I think the intelligent people in the world and ultimately most people get the joke and realize that fiat currency is losing value consistently and as that trend grows, people will go to Bitcoin. They'll go to Bitcoin. They'll go to gold. They'll go to property. Nobody's going to be stupid 
stupid enough to buy bonds from a set of governments that have proven they can't manage the currency correctly. And I think he makes a great point there. Leopard says Bitcoin's cap supply of 21 million coins gives it a key advantage over gold. That's right. There's a finite limited supply, unlike gold, and will play a central role in its long-term parabolic rise to $10 million per BTC. Quoting him here from the interview, if gold goes to 10000 tomorrow... We're going to mine more gold. There's just no doubt because we know where it is. It is just not economic to get it out of the ground right now. Whereas if Bitcoin goes to $100,000 tomorrow, there is not going to be any more Bitcoin created. So that's a very powerful thing. There are 7 plus billion people on the planet and there are 21 million of these coins. It is a very sound form of money. And as more and more people come to realize they should save in this form of money, the price is going to go much higher. In my opinion, I think we'll hit $100,000. Then I think we'll hit $1 million. Then I think we'll ultimately hit $10 million a coin. I am sure my grandkids will be shocked at people who own one coin. I mean, being a whole coiner will be a big deal. And speaking of whole coiners, where my whole coiners at, make some noise in the live chat as that's an excellent goal for everyone to achieve. Now, Leopard cautions that Bitcoin will remain highly volatile with major downturns along the way. As for the risks to Bitcoin, Leopard says he highly doubts the technology will fail. He sees major use cases and growth, and he really can't see a scenario where Bitcoin doesn't win in the long run. He does believe governments could try to slow it down by making it more difficult to enter and exit crypto markets and with higher capital gains taxes, but he believes that would ultimately serve as a signal that Bitcoin is the future and is here to stay. So there, you freaking have it. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.